Well, with the current Bitcoin uptick, it appears we're coming out of the darkness and into the light. Now, with that, multiple U.S. states made positive Bitcoin proposals last week, and it looks like multiple states are becoming Bitcoin country. Let's take a look at the bipartisan U.S. states that are embracing and studying Bitcoin. Oh, man, how far have we come And at this point? If you ain't bullish, you're foolish. Let's check the most recent news out of several U.S. states. So if we take a look, we can see that two U.S. states have introduced law to protect Bitcoin mining yesterday. And let's go back. January 21st, a commission in New Hampshire recommended that the U.S. State Department of Energy investigate how Bitcoin mining could be integrated into energy grids across the state. In addition to this recommendation, a report published in November aimed at members of the Texas legislature recommended making Bitcoin a sanctioned investment for the state while providing tax incentives to local Bitcoin miners. It appears Texas absolutely is Bitcoin country. Now recently releasing an 84-page government report endorsing their full support of Bitcoin. The working group recommends Texas should buy Bitcoin, pass self-custody protection, include tax breaks for mining, and include Bitcoin education in schools. And guys, we will include the entire report for you to download and look at your discretion and be able to do your own research right in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. Now, we know Texas loves Bitcoin, and it has become the mining capital of the United States. Now, let's take a look. Former leader of the Texas Energy Grid, Brad Jones, says Bitcoin mining is helping balance our grid and driving more renewables into our system, so we're seeing Bitcoin game theory as well as its application as a capacitor to the energy grid. Let's see what he has to say. So for many years, ERCOT, was, had been looking for loads of scale that could really respond in a demand responsive way that could help us balance our grid. Back in 2015, you may remember, we started the process of setting up loads in SCID. It was through, I think, about 2016 or 2017. No one showed up at first. There just wasn't any loads that, uh, of scale that could really help us in that market. But it's here now, and it's a great thing for helping us to balance the grid, helping us to manage all of our resources. Uh, the, the Bitcoin has the nature of really turning down when prices begin to rise in a way that we can give that power back to other consumers. As we bring more and more renewables into the state, it becomes a driver of more renewables. Because right now, if we bring in all the renewables that are signed up to want to come to our state, there will be a significant depression of pricing during the day. By having Bitcoin there to assist and to stabilize those prices throughout the day, it's going to drive more renewables into our system, and that's good for Texas. All right, now let's take a look at Texas Governor Greg Abbott and how Texas is becoming Bitcoin country and embracing freedom, free markets, mining, energy production, and all the great things that come with the mighty coin. ...in this process because we see the, the future of what uh, Bitcoin, of what blockchain means uh, to the, the entire world. Texas wants to be the centerpiece of that. And so we, we are promoting it, we are advancing it, uh, but I would say we're providing the platform uh, for, for those who are involved in blockchain, for those who are involved in Bitcoin, uh, to, to make sure that they're going to have a, a location they can come to, uh, that 
So what is the great governor getting at there? He's talking about game theory, how to entice people from this industry, workers in this industry, creators in this industry, from miners, node creators, wallet makers, free market economists, all of these things. How do I entice them into Texas to reap the benefits like our friends down in El Salvador have reaped for the individuals within my state? Like it is the incentive process. Anyone that adopts Bitcoin, it benefits them, whether you're a state, a nation, or an individual but mostly in particular an individual bitcoin benefits you and and texas is no different but also we'll see going forward how though texas may seem to make sense as a conservative or more libertarian state in the u.s bitcoin is being adopted bipartisanly all across the united states let's continue and all right lots of great things coming out of texas but what about new hampshire as we touched on earlier the governor of new hampshire recommends the department of energy review how bitcoin mining can help stabilize the electricity grid build more sustainable generation projects and lower costs for consumers what do you know this is a highly left-leaning state that are seeing the benefits and understanding how bitcoin incentivizes and makes renewables profitable we'll continue now new hampshire right you're like man of all the states how the hell is new hampshire one but if you remember um bitcoin fanatic bruce Fenton actually ran for office and did nothing but promote Bitcoin as he made his turn. And I'm not trying to support a politician here. I'm just saying a dude running for office, espousing nothing but Bitcoin and challenging fiat. That's another marker. That's another one that says, hey, we are on the right track. The U.S. is moving in that direction. And for New Hampshire of all states to be one to front run this along with Texas, it's a pretty big deal. So Ron Paul was one of the ones who brought me into this, uh, this space. I wouldn't be here without Ron Paul. It was first learning about liberty and the proper role of government, voluntarism, and human freedom that first brought me into Bitcoin like so many other people. I got to say, I'm right there with uh, Bruce Fenton in that regard in 2008. The first time I heard Ron Paul on a debate stage totally changed my life. Got me to look into sound money, got me to look into Austrian economics, and then the the wormhole started going, and then once I found Bitcoin, I understood its value proposition. But understanding liberty, freedom, Austrian economics, and those amazing principles in which our founders founded the country upon, that is a good start. And to know that there are still people fighting the good fight, preaching the sound money gospel, there's Still hope in the future of the United States. Highly interesting. Now let's look at uh, Fenton. You know, there's his opening statement, but look at him in his uh, primary debate talking shit on the dirty collectivist fiat money and how it steals from people and how Bitcoin is freedom money. Yeah, the dollar is is fiat money. In 1971, we went off the gold standard, and since then, everything has gone haywire. It used to be real money backed by a real asset, which is gold. Now it's just, like I say, simply pictures of dead presidents that politicians print from thin air and tell us that it's money. It's a scam. It's a scam on the American people. And Sounds pretty base to me. I mean, talking about the scam that is the central bank and fiat money, this we are over the target, as our friend at Cafe Bitcoin, the mighty Alex Stanzik would say. Way the hell over the target, guys. Let's continue. Money throughout history, you asked about Bitcoin, throughout history, there's something called the Cantillion effect, where people have always gravitated towards the most sound, secure, and limited in supply money. 
whether that's gold or some other asset. Bitcoin is sound and limited in supply. The United States dollar is not. It is unlimited in supply, and it is print printed with reckless abandon. And I love how it keeps it so fundamental and basic into a fixed supply asset versus this infinite fiat that can be printed and, and steal your future at infinite with no recourse. And by politicians who have uh, no accountability whatsoever. In World War II, when they needed money to fight the Nazis and the Axis powers, they had to go to citizens and ask them to support it with war bonds. Today, they do not need that accountability. They can print it from thin air and use it for for-profit prisons, woke indoctrination, uh, scamming the Green New Deals, sending it to Zelensky, 20-year wars, drones bombings all over, the, all over the planet, and a great deal of tyranny and death. Fiat money is evil, it's broken, it causes poverty, it causes inflation, it's hurting the citizens of New Hampshire, and it's causing massive death around the world. We've got to stop the massive printing of, of money from thin air and go back to sound economics and a sound money system. It doesn't get any more based or fundamental than that. And just to add to add on to everything, you got Texas, you got New Hampshire. Well, guess what? Mississippi is also throwing their hat in the ring, and Dennis Porter is there giving a speech to the Mississippi Senate um, on the benefits of Bitcoin for the environment, taxpayers, and the local economy. He went over. There were tons of questions. We will include uh, Dennis Porter's uh, speech in the Mississippi Senate uh, for you in the notes as well. So be sure to check that out in its full entirety. But guys, it's not just last week. The momentum has been building and it continues to build. Let's go look. Now you're going to say, oh, Bitcoin's not bipartisan. Bitcoin's only supported by those alt-right and whatever dudes. No, Bitcoin's supported by everyone. All across the world, from any regime, all that Bitcoin is freedom for anyone wherever you are, and it's there for you, and it's mostly there for those who need it most. And if you know about the homeless situation in California, the level of taxes, all the dystopian craziness going on there, despite that, there was a bill that was introduced to allow Californians to pay state services with quote-unquote crypto, and this is from February 21st, 2022. Some of the key points, California State Senator Sidney Kenlinger introduced a bill that seeks to allow the Golden State residents to pay for state ser services using Bitcoin or other cryptocurrency. It seems more state-level politicians are jumping on the Bitcoin bandwagon on top of the senator that introduced a bill that seeks to allow California residents to pay for services using Bitcoin and other crypto. The piece of the proposed payment legislation read as follows. Existing law establishes state agencies for various purposes, including to provide certain services to the public for which payment is required. So I'm just saying, of all... Of all the U.S. states, California is even moving in that direction. Let's go ahead. Let's build on it. What else is coming? Bitcoin is coming to hundreds of U.S. banks this year. And again, May 5th, 2021, this is already in place. Customers of U.S. banks will soon be able to buy, hold, and sell Bitcoin through their existing accounts, according to the custody firm Nidig. Banks are asking for Bitcoin because they can see customers sending dollars to Coinbase and other exchanges, according to Yan Zhao, president of Nidig. Again, 
we have game theory playing out. Now look, there was a U.S. state, and this was back in February 8th, 2022, that was proposing the adoption of Bitcoin as a legal tender. And that was when Bitcoin was around 40K. But this is Arizona, and this is a mock-up of the bill. A legal tender in this state consists of all of the following Bitcoin added B for the purposes of this section. Bitcoin means the decentralized peer-to-peer digital currency in which a record of transactions is maintained on the Bitcoin blockchain and units of currency are generated by computational solution of mathematical problems and that operates independently of a central bank. This is in a Arizona law. Do you not see what's happening? The incentives are too strong and the hunger for freedom is too strong. We need it more than ever and they need it more than ever. And in steps in. So we go into this. Well, San Francisco is a mecca. One of the top 10 cities for Bitcoin hotspots. So there we see California, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. The small coastal city is home to a surprisingly large community of crypto users. It is dubbed Bitcoin Village by local residents. The downtown area is home to about a dozen Bitcoin and crypto friendly businesses, including the Seacoast Repertory Theater and the Free State Bitcoin Shop. There are also 21 Bitcoin ATMs and tellers in Portsmouth and nearby towns, a surprisingly high figure for a town of only 22,000. It kind of reminds me of El Zante and Bitcoin Beach and what happened there, but just in New Hampshire and this gradual adoption and now the governor promoting Bitcoin mining within the state. I mean, just take a look at the markers. We are over the target. We're growing and you can't stop it. And this is going back. This is from TBS, the Bitcoin spot. And this again is a while back, August 6th. You can't have a credible theory about what the government is doing without being able to answer the astonishing puzzle. I submit there being only one explanation. The U.S. government is purposely leaving the door open to formally adopt Bitcoin to some degree in the future. It's a safety valve. It's their only way out of a 30 tri- 30, $31 trillion debt today. And just to add into the bipartisanship and what's been going on in recent history, Colorado has accepted uh, Bitcoin and crypto for payment of state taxes and um, hunting licenses and that's from Governor Polis. And again, this is Colorado, a purple state. And just a couple weeks ago, it was announced one of the largest U.S. colleges has begun teaching students about Bitcoin. The news was announced on January 13th by Associate Professor Karuk Ray of Mays Business School at Texas A&M, who will be teaching the Bitcoin Protocol course. And let's take a look at what he has to say. I will be teaching the first ever Bitcoin class at Texas A&M this spring. It's called the Bitcoin Protocol and cross-listed in the College of Engineering and Mays Business School. Oh my God, check this out. We will follow Programming Bitcoin by Jimmy Song and build a Bitcoin library from scratch. It took months to get this class approved, but we made it. We're getting Bitcoin into the curriculum. It's important for the long game. Thanks to Texas A&M for approving the class and to Gideon and Felicia Powell and Riot Platforms for supporting it. And guys, it's not in the U.S. We already know the Democratic Republic of Africa, Brazil making their moves, Argentina making their moves, and of course, Prince Philip of Serbia. It's only Bitcoin that can end the corrupt financial system. And this is where we get into, you know, it's Bitcoin or slavery. And we went through a lot in 2022. And we see a lot of markers today. And maybe just as Samson Mao said, 2022 paved the way for national Bitcoin adoption. And 2023 will be even bigger. All I know is we've got high institutional adoption. I think we bottomed. We've pumped 20 some percent at least over the past month. 
We have the United States and multiple states within bipartisan adoption and promotion of Bitcoin, the protocol, and the benefits it possesses to renewable energy and the individual. We are way over the marker. If you're not bullish, you're foolish. And we're just getting started, baby. So don't get left behind. I don't know. It's not financial advice, but I sure the hell wouldn't be on zero. Thank <laughs> you.